0: Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in
1: paradise. Aloha and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you'd like some more information about what you hear on our show today, feel free to give us a call at 808-791-2924. You can also visit us online at therogroup.org. Now, I have to admit that I'm feeling... Pretty optimistic about things right now. You know, summer's about here. Life seems to be returning a little closer to normal uh, each and every day. And the economy seems to be holding steady and slowly recovering. So my optimism about our current state of affairs has got me thinking about the fun things that I look forward to do in the coming months. Ball games, backyard barbecues, community festivals, weekend getaways. But I have a question for you. What do all of these things have in common? They cost money, and if you aren't careful, some of them can end up costing a whole bunch of money. So on today's show, we're going to discuss how you can have a lot of fun in the coming months while sticking to the kind of budget that keeps you on track to the kind of retirement you really want. But before we talk about having some fun while also keeping your wallet happy, let me introduce my co-host and fellow budget
0: enthusiast, Tony Shore. All right. Yeah. Great to be here with you today, Greg. Thanks for having me on the show once again. And this sounds like an interesting one. Uh, talking about you use the B word though. Uh that's a dirty <laughs> word to some folks. Maybe call it a spending <laughs> plan. How to have fun on a spending plan. Uh no, we're talking about on a budget, and uh I know a lot of people might cringe, but there's some great ideas I know you have for us today. I'm looking forward to it, and it's gonna be a fun conversation. I just wanted to let you know, it's been a crazy week here for me. My wife and daughter are flying out to Washington. To, she's They're going to spend about four or five days out there with her dad, who hasn't been feeling well, him and his wife. And I'm holding down the fort. Our youngest will be here, but now she drives and has her own car and a job and school. So I don't know. I'm going to be batching it, but uh, I guess I have to remember to water the plants and feed the dog. I think that's my main responsibility. That, that is your goal, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> 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 Got to do those two uh, things, uh, check those off the list and and uh, do radio shows with you once a week. That's always fun. Uh, how about you? What have you been up to?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I've been busy. I'm um, planning another workshop, uh, virtual coming up here. I'm getting used to that now. Um, I, I like this topic today, uh, Tony, because off, off air before we hit record, uh, we were talking about our summer plans and our trips and... And uh, it's good to know, you know, got some tips here where we can maybe save some money while we're uh, enjoying our trips.
0: Yeah, there you go. I love, I like that idea. Uh, I really do. And, you know, uh, there's nothing I love than uh, more than catching a concert or going on a road trip, but I want to do it in a way that doesn't break the bank, you know? And so I've learned that, you know, with a modest amount of planning, you really can do a lot of the things you love to without torpedoing your financial strategy, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to reference uh, an article from one of my strategic partners, uh, Smart Assets. And this article is titled 12 Affordable Ways to Have Fun on a Tight Budget. So this is going to help fuel our conversation. And the article first suggests finding local events to enjoy. So community festivals, concerts in the park that we have here in Hawaii, um, sporting events. Of course, we don't have pro events here, but those are also cheaper as soon as they start bringing those back. But those are very, very affordable. And the summer months are absolutely the prime time of year for all of these types of activities. And the best part is that some of them are either free or have very, very low admission prices. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's a, that's a great idea. And, uh, you know, we've talked about on other shows how important it is to avoid social uh, social isolation. And you mm-hmm. got to, in getting out, supporting the community, that's a great way to prevent it. And attending local public events, and often often they're free, but sometimes they might cost a little money, but they're organized and run by volunteers. So if you volunteer, uh, you might get to do them uh, for free, obviously. And that's a great way to support your community as well. Uh, you know, talking about budgets, it kind of scares me. But you certainly solved that budget crisis. Yeah, thanks for that, Greg. I, I appreciate that. Just that don't touch our, my... I was Homer. Yeah, don't touch my... Uh, music budget? Don't touch my music budget. <laughs> That's no good. That's no good. So uh, what else do you have for us?
1: Well, um, for a lot of us, going out to restaurants is another way to enjoy more relaxing time, but especially when you consider you know, how many restaurants now have the outdoor uh, seating. And Let's face it, you know, even a couple sandwiches and a dessert and a few drinks aren't really going to be cheap. But here's where a little internet research can really come in handy. You might be able to find coupons as well as determine which local restaurants have specials uh, on any given days. And if you have kids or grandkids, check out kidsmeals.com. Uh, that site can help you find places where kids eat free or at a significant discount. And you'd be surprised how quickly kid friendly discounts can add up.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. And I definitely keep an eye out for restaurants that have maybe a midweek special designed to get people to come in on maybe what is typically a quieter night of the week. Uh, So what do you have for us next? Well, I'm a big fan of movies as you know oh, so yeah. the article's advice is to seek out
1: low-cost movies and that's right up my alley I and mean, many communities have movies in the park uh, during the summer uh, right here Waikiki uh, beach movies yep. Um you can go down there um, right by Kapilani Park and bring a lawn chair and there's no admission you can sit on the sand and enjoy the movie under the stars right next to the ocean um, some of these things might have concessions too so you can have popcorn and if you're a frequent moviegoer don't discount the importance of matinees i mean the price difference between matinees and nighttime show is another thing that really adds up quickly well it does
0: and some theater chains also have reward programs that allow you to accumulate points and then you can use those points for either ticket discounts or usually for free goodies at the concession stand which is great because as we all know theater concessions are really expensive
1: Yeah, so there's a funny uh, video about how to smuggle uh, food into the theater. (laughs) (laughs) Just pretend your wife's pregnant and bring it like... But uh, I got another one for you, Tony. For those who enjoy arts and culture, uh, there's also plenty of great ways to have fun enjoying those things while sticking to a budget. Uh, Check out your local listings and your websites or in the paper at what museums, concert halls, conservatories, theaters, and art centers uh, and find out what they're offering. Many have days when seniors and kids are either free or significantly discounted. And some even have occasional days when admission is free for everyone. Wow.
0: Well, and anything you pay to an art venue, even if you're there at a discounted rate, tends to support the kinds of attractions that make communities stronger and more enjoyable, right?
1: Yes. Um, Another great way you could save some money during the summer is organizing backyard events. Um, Invite your neighborhood over for... You know, we like to play backgammon. Sometimes we like to toss the ball around, maybe throw the football on the beach, um, even a flag football tournament with the whole neighborhood. I mean, how about hosting um, a, a cornhole tournament, horseshoes or a Portuguese horseshoes, you know, whatever games that you have in the garage, break them out and yeah. and get together with some neighbors and throw some hot dogs or some brats on the grill. And you can do that without spending a ton of money. Yeah, I'll be right over, Greg.
0: Thanks for offering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, (laughs) this has been a great show so far today. But, you know, some people cringe when you say budget. Cut my budget. You can't
1: cut my budget without written consent from the president of the Federal Reserve.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's a little uh, clip from Jane Lynch (laughs) from Glee. (laughs) I I couldn't resist today. Uh, But seriously, (laughs) during our show, we've been talking about ways that you can still have fun and adventure in your life without destroying your budget. You've given us some great tips so far. What do you have for us next, Greg?
1: Well, when I talk to my clients about what's really important to them in retirement, and we're starting to put maybe a plan together, one of their goals that I think is probably the most common one I hear is is travel, and and good reason. I mean, we live in a big, fascinating world, and you know, because of air travel, all far-flung parts of the world are much more reachable than they've ever been, so... For the rest of today's show, I'm going to talk specifically about travel and how we can explore, you know, our local regions and really the entire world, um, both this summer and for years to come without straying outside of your financial strategy. So I thought this would be an intriguing and useful topic for our listeners. And after reading this article from Budget Travel... And this one was titled The 25 Absolute Best Money Saving Travel Tips Ever. And it was a pretty good uh, article. And the first topic that it addressed was finding a reasonably priced hotel room. And this is a big one because the trick is not just to snap up the first reasonably priced room you come across during your research. You know, you look, just scan the prices and then boom, oh, this one's the cheapest. That's usually not the best a-
0: idea, actually. Okay, wait a minute though, isn't that a little counterintuitive? I mean, hotel rooms are expensive, usually if you want something on the nicer side especially, so why not snatch up the room at a price you're comfortable with right away?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a good question, and, and the answer comes down to, to one word, location. So let's say you're going to Washington, D.C. for a few days of sightseeing, and you see a great room, and it's, uh, it's the cheapest one on the list, and it's 50 miles outside the city. Now, you know all the things that you want to see and do are going to be in the heart of the city and they're easily accessible on foot or a very short, ride on the metro but if you're 50 miles outside the city suddenly have to figure how you're going to get there do you rent a car are you going to drive back and forth do you take ubers all that way um, from your hotel to the metro station and if you've only got a few days to explore a history rich city you don't want to lose two three hours every day getting in and out so you should certainly open up your your laptop get to work finding the room that you want at a budget-friendly price but at the same time you got to factor in your location as well
0: yeah Well, that's a good perspective, and uh, rental car fees, uh, Uber rides, and uh, hotels can all add up quickly and end up making what you're saving on that room a wash, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And the next thing you want to do is not get too caught up in the idea that there's a best day to buy your Ah. airplane tickets. The common rule of thumb is that you should be buying your tickets about two months before your intended departure date. And while that's often a good bet and fairly consistent, it's not always the way to go. Airlines often adjust their rates with little notice due to a litany of factors, some of which are obvious and some of which are obscure. If you're a frequent flyer, keep a regular eye on rates. For example, if you think you may go to Paris in a year or two, check out the rates every day to get a sense of what's average. Also, it's a good idea to follow the major airlines on social media. Um, as you mentioned earlier, Tony sign up for reward clubs and subscribe to newsletters. So you get first crack at special offers.
0: Ah, okay. That's great. And for me, buying my airplane tickets is a relief because at least doing it ahead of time, because I've gotten a big part of that trip planned and locked in.
1: Yeah. And most, um, most of my clients and like most locals here, actually we have the Hawaiian miles, um, uh, card and if you're savvy about it you just do all your purchasing well everything you need on that card and then just pay it off every month don't get caught up in the trap of borrowing and paying interest on it but if you can have the discipline to do that you can rack up free miles and you can travel for for free um Mentioned earlier too about rental cars. Now, if you're if you're going to be using a rental car on your trip, you should consider booking the smallest car available. And this is usually difficult. And when I'm looking at cars, you're looking at these little tiny things, and you're like, "Oh, that's not going to work." But hold on, there's a catch. The article explains that it's generally the people that arrive earliest to pick up their car are the ones that get the most free upgrades. So if you arrive early, so you're getting there at 8 a.m., you know, like right when they, when they open, it's likely that many of the previously rented cars won't have been returned yet, which means that the compact car that you've selected isn't available. You're likely to get a free upgrade to a bigger car at the same price because uh, rental companies are obligated to supply you with a vehicle at the price you've agreed to. So I thought that was a good little little uh, tip.
0: Wow, that's a great tip. And and it's important to understand when to book airline tickets and look at the cost difference. But uh, do some of those same principles apply to booking a cruise? I know a lot of our listeners might like cruises.
1: Yeah, um, they do apply uh, to a certain degree. It, it's kind of around the, the beginning and the end. So with a cruise, the best playbook is to either book very early or very late. Um, so if you book a cruise, say, six months to a year before you depart, there's going to be lots of rooms available with little demand, which means you're going to have pretty good prices. And as the departure date gets closer, people begin to book more and it drives up the prices. But then if you look shortly before your departure date, you might find a room at a really, truly great rate. Uh, cruise companies, they start to apply steep discounts in an effort to fill the the vacancies of whatever, you know, when the demand is flatlined out. Uh,
0: yeah and that's true and with cruises uh, if you can wait until the last minute you can get some great deals. I have a friend uh, actually lives in Nashville, Tennessee and h- him and his wife are experts at uh, they pay so little and go on cruises all the time and they get them for so cheap. Uh they've found ways to do it and they watch the paper, sometimes they take out ads in like the travel section of the Sunday paper. You can see like, Hey, if you're, if you're ready to go in two weeks, you can take this cruise, you know, like a week long cruise for next to nothing. So, uh, as long as you can be prepared to go last minute, uh, you can get deals. I'm not a cruise person. I'll be honest. Uh, not a fan of cruises, but some people love them. Uh, how about one Mm -hmm. more, uh, piece of advice before we take a break here? Well, if you're
1: Booking an all-inclusive resort, my advice would be be aware of hidden resort fees. So things like towels at the pool, Wi-Fi, newspapers to your room. uh, And the more that you thought were going to be included, in fact, it's going to show up as extra charges on your bill. So before you book, make sure you understand what's actually included under that all-inclusive label.
0: Yeah. Good point. Uh, great advice. Now, uh, let's take a minute here to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you, Greg, to look at their spending plan and maybe budget for some trips and look at their all, overall financial strategy and retirement strategy.
1: Yeah, excellent idea. Um, whenever we, you know, talk to clients and and prospects, we we want to come up with a plan and we, have, we need to find out how much money we're gonna need in retirement, you know, what your income goal is. And you got to know where those where that income source is going to come from. You know, Social Security, a pension, investment income. You got to make sure everything is aligned and so that you you know you're not gonna outlive your money. And if anybody has any questions on that, would like to have a conversation, feel free to give us a call. Our number is 808-791-2924. You can also visit us online. Our website is the rogroup.org and you can hit the contact us link and drop me an email and i'm, I'm always happy to respond to, uh, to our listeners
0: all right and thanks for listening to retirement paradise let's keep things moving along here uh, you know we're talking about embracing the fact that summer is nearly here and uh, some new options for some fun maybe some outdoor fun but that comes with expenses as does travel so you've been highlighting some ways uh, we can really enjoy things while sticking to a good financial strategy and keep your retirement on track. How do you want to get this final segment rolling?
1: Well, the next great piece of advice from the article I'm referencing, and if anybody wants to read it, it's it's called Budget Travel is the name of the Uh, publication in the articles titled the 25 absolute best money-saving travel tips ever. That's what it says. (laughs) So that's a pretty detailed (laughs) title. (laughs) And uh, the next tip is to strongly consider uh, vacation home rentals. So VRBO, Airbnb. So if a week at an oceanfront house is uh, $1,400, you know, that might not be exactly in your budget when you're looking at $200 a night. But when you dig a little deeper, what if it's you and your spouse and some of your kids and grandkids. And let's say you have a total of 10 people. Well, suddenly that $1,400 price tag isn't really that out of whack, especially when you compare it to what it would cost if you all got a hotel room uh, each for 10 people. So when you throw in the fact that, you know, vacation homes also come with kitchens, that means fewer trips to restaurants. So you can buy your groceries and you can save a lot of money that way. So that initial sticker shock really isn't that shocking.
0: Yeah. Good call. I think that's great advice. And my biggest takeaway when it comes to budget-friendly traveling is to not skip the details. I think that's what you're telling us because like you just explained, a price tag may actually come with a fair bit of nuance. Yeah, exactly.
1: I couldn't agree with you more. Now, earlier in the show, we used that example about traveling to Washington, D.C. and referenced that city's user-friendly metro train system. So if anybody's been there if you've traveled there you know what i'm talking about and i'm a huge proponent of taking advantage of mass transit when you're traveling because the savings are are considerable Uh, san francisco's got got the bart (laughs) the bay area rapid transit Uh, washington's got the metro rail and you know in in uh, new york they got they got the subway i've ridden on all three me too i have as well and the l in
0: chicago i've ridden on that one as well
1: the, the L train. Yep, that's yep. right. I've been there. I saw, saw the Cubs there and used the train. So yep. it's, a, it's a great way to save some money. Um, and going back to the metro on D.C., you can get a seven-day unlimited pass for $58. And if all of your trips are going to be within the heart of the city, you can buy a short trip pass for seven days for $38. So clearly there's no way you could get the same number of trips with a rental car, a taxi, or Uber, or Lyft for right. anywhere near that price.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good point. And, you know, when it comes to uh, the trains, it's it's interesting. I mean, public train systems like New York City can be complicated at first, uh, but many of the smaller systems like D.C. and San Fran, they don't take very long to get the hang of. And they're easier, uh, especially for seniors or people who have never been there before.
1: That's that's true. And and my experience in New York subways has been fairly manageable because thank goodness my wife has a has a pretty good sense of direction and I'm I'm not the best. I when I went on my own in London I got on the on the subway and I got lost. I got dropped off somewhere I didn't intend to be. Yeah, I've and, ridden the And underground they speak English there. Too. Yeah. I've I've ridden the
0: train there as well. Yeah. I was in London once. That's the only time I've been uh Uh, out of country, not counting Canada and Mexico. I've only been over to Europe once, and I loved it, but uh, I loved London. But, yeah, I actually got lost in that train system as well.
1: and they speak english there yeah Uh, but uh in new york too we went up to a yankee game and we took the subway there and it's you know been my experience you know new yorkers are proud of their city and Mm -hmm. and they're willing to point you in the right direction if you ask so if you get lost you know don't be afraid of the new yorkers yeah Uh, and speaking of uh places like new york don't forget many of the world's greatest um most visited museums Um, are modestly priced. So this is another great way to save some money and have some fun. Uh, The Smithsonian in DC is free. Many museums that you don't have an admission price have, or the ones that do, have days that are discounted or even free days. So while free admissions at museums isn't necessarily a factor you're likely to build a trip around, it's something to be aware of in the planning process and it could fill some gaps in your day at a very low price or even no price.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point, Greg. And you know, I, when I've been to a Smithsonian or other museum that was free or very low cost, I'm always struck by how amazing it is to have that great experience for such little money. I mean, the Smithsonian's in DC are amazing. Uh, you know, if you can, you should try to hit every one. Of course that would take a long time, but they are amazing.
1: They really are. Yeah. We, we did that too. And went to the Natural history one uh, when our son was like three. He doesn't remember it, but you know, saw the big dinosaur bones and all
0: that. It was great. Yeah, that one's good. Um, And uh, I'll tell you, my favorite is the Air and Space Museum, the Smithsonian. Oh my goodness, that's a good one. Yeah,
1: I did that one when I was a kid. I'd like to go back to that one again. And uh, to kind of stay on that topic, uh, national parks and state parks fall into that same category. You know, national parks like Yellowstone might have a Admission price and it's usually per vehicle, and their hotels and lodges are maybe a little on the high side. But when you factor in the totality of the experience and the memories you're making versus some of those other big city options, you know it's fair to say that your overall expense is going to be pretty nominal.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point, and you're you're probably right there. Now, during my own travels, I've occasionally taken advantage of package deals. Sometimes you get a good one. Uh, do you have anything or an opinion on that?
1: Yeah, um, it's a it's usually a wise move to to do a package deal, and it's no secret that airlines and hotels will do just about anything they can to fill their seats in their rooms. So, advertised package deals will almost certainly include great prices on airplane tickets and hotel rooms. But that's really not where the perks end. You know, often these package deals include things like meals guided tours ground transportation i mean they call las vegas the ninth island you know because uh it's so cheap for people here in hawaii to travel to vegas because of these package deals Um, the hotel that they use is the californian and i call the california the hawaiian because if you go to the california all you're going to see is local hawaiians there
0: really in (laughs) vegas yeah yeah i've never even heard of the californian is that on the street
1: No, it's on Fremont street oh, downtown. Fremont. Oh
0: yeah. That's a great, I love Fremont. That's really, yeah. Cool. it's kind of
1: a fun area, but yeah, it's, I mean, 500, 600 bucks includes airfare,
0: hotel, food, everything. Wow. That is a good deal. Uh, it's always yeah. great finding those kind of deals. And if there's a good package deal like that, you can, you're right. You can usually save money. Well, uh, I've learned a lot so far now I'm dreaming about visiting some of the world's great cities
1: yeah definitely and i'm gonna get in the bug too Uh, but don't just focus on the world's greatest cities remember some of the most interesting places are small towns Um, smaller communities have historical downtowns main streets craft breweries art galleries small museums and outstanding restaurants that feature local ingredients and the best part the hotels and other things are obviously a lot less um, than major cities we explored some small cities uh, in arizona Um, last summer and you know things like tombstone and bisbee and uh sedona those these
0: places are great wow yeah that's a good point Uh, there some of those places as far as america is concerned uh some of the best experiences are these little towns you know you find these little towns up in the mountains in arizona or colorado and you and i were talking about that before the show uh you know that's where i'm going this year and we're staying in a really tiny uh, community And, you know, this year up in the mountains in Colorado for with my family and we haven't taken a family vacation in like three years with all of us. And that'll be great. So I'm excited about that. And uh, we're doing it on a budget as well. You know, saving money along the way that always helps. Well, we're out of time for today's show, Greg, a really good one. Is there anything else you want to add before we go?
1: Um yeah, to touch on that small town thing too. The people are usually great oh, yeah. uh, in small towns. Yep. You know, they're they're, they're proud and uh, they'll they'll point you in the right direction, give you some hikes and some free tips. So yep. Yeah, I hope everybody got something out of today. I think it was a great topic, you know, because people think about retirement and how they're going to and we've talked about this too, Tony. How instead of just a financial plan, you got to have a fun plan too in retirement. Yeah. You can't just end work and then, you know, life's over. Life is right. beginning. You're starting a new chapter. So Make a fun plan. But if you need help with your financial plan, I'm not going to help you with your fun plan other than maybe some tips that we did today, but I can help you with your financial plan too. So if you want some help with that, feel free to give us a call at 808-791-2924. Visit us online at therogroup.org.
0: All right. Thank you, Greg. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org.